What up, hoes? Welcome back to another episode of HB Hoes. We're talking about the White Lotus episode four called In the Sandbox, written and directed by Mike White. And I would just like to start off by saying, Um, I saw the greatest TikTok of them doing that, but they were doing it with like, to make that sound effect with their hand on their mouth. I laughed so fucking hard. So I just needed to share that with everyone else. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, what a great opening. What a great opening. Um, welcome to the show, babies. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, it's Sam and Maddie and we're Mac and I'm really excited. I'm excited. I am too. Uh, I too. Okay, so as always, spoiler warning. Uh, fuck you. I'm not going to go through it. Whatever. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out. <laughs> um. um so, uh, what did you think? Uh, overall thoughts. Let's get into it. I was overwhelmed with joy and anxiety. <laughs> I laughed a lot, but I was also scared a lot. I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Tensions are rising." my heart is in my butthole. Ah, like it was and a lot. I feel like a lot of things happened. I was like, holy shit, I need to watch this again to make sure I didn't miss anything, which I did. I missed a bunch of little things really? the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, so I think even like something that you enlightened me on yesterday, some terminology. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. So I really liked it, but I'm like, oh man, things are about to get ugly. Yeah, for sure. Um, I loved it. Uh, I think we're getting more of a look at like the other kind of smaller characters. Oh, fucking English people! Finally, thank you, English thank people. You. <laughs> uh, thank you for the Brits. I needed some other sort of accent. You know, it was just it just felt like. I don't know. Anyways, very happy um, with yeah. the, the gay beach club. Fucking amazing. I'm just like, yes, you cannot have vacation without some sort of gayness, first of all, because at this point we haven't seen any. Uh, and um, yeah, just yeah. lovely, rich gay men. Like, Yeah, they were pretty lovely. I did yes. enjoy them a lot, too. I was like, oh, my God, a par- this, is a, this is a party. We're getting in there. We're having fun. These guys are fun and safe. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was on vacation a couple months ago, I was inducted immediately into two. Uh, it was two, two gay couples, but they didn't know each other in the beginning of the vacation. I had met them both separately, fell in love with them. One was like my daytime hang and then one was like my nighttime hang. And then eventually they met each other and then just formed the most supreme gay group on. Hell the- yeah. It was great. Oh my yeah, God, what a time. Yeah, it's the best time. They're the best time. So yeah, happy about that. Happy for Tanya. Uh, you know, I am but too. yeah. Overall thoughts, fucking great. I think this was like a really, really good segue episode into all the shit that's going to happen. We have three episodes left. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like shit is going to hit the fan. I know. Real soon. Tensions are about to overflow and boil right over. It's going to be crazy. And you know, that little spoiler that they always show at the end, I was like, you know, holding on by the fucking edge of my seat. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh God, you guys, I literally hate you. (laughs) I love you, but I hate you. Oh my God, I know. Uh, So the, you did watch the, in the weeks ahead 
Yes. Okay. So that uh, was an interesting thing that they did because normally it's just like on the next episode preview, but this was in the weeks ahead. So we got like a whole snapshot of like the rest of the season. Yes. Uh, And it looks crazy. I know. I know. I don't want it to be like this. I'm like, no. (laughs) I don't want these stories to end badly, but I know that they will. Yeah, they always do. Um, I know. Maddie is a little Disney loving princess, so. I am. I'm, you know, it's so crazy that I'm not a full on Disney adult. Like, I love the concept of Disney, but I don't need the paraphernalia. Yes. I'm just like true love will break any curse. Yes. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't need a collection of pins to you know to say it. Like That is true. I just believe it. And that's the magic of Disney. <laughs> oh my gosh Um, enough of that yeah sorry everybody (laughs) okay it's okay honestly that I think all of that great we covered just a lot right there but we um for the talking points I kind of wrote less uh because we're just gonna we're just gonna talk like it's just you know we're we're gonna try to keep like a rhyme or reason to it but um similar to last week it was like impossible to talk about things um in chronological order so uh, if we jump ahead and stuff, don't worry, we're going to cover a lot. But yeah, let's talk about the morning after. Same setup in this episode of, you know, morning excursion slash daytime and then nighttime fucking fuckery, right? Yes. Yes. So we have... Is, honestly, sorry. This just it, this is just so vacation realistic of like, your morning is just regretting what you did the night before and your night is always doing the same thing over and over again. Like just <laughs> getting way too drunk. Yes. You know, d- drugs, hookers, <laughs> like yes. staying up way too late, uh, you know, meeting yeah, British men and having, you know, a casual hookup, et cetera. I'm just like, yeah, if that's not what vacation is, it you're truly doing it you're doing it wrong. It truly is. <laughs> Um, I'm so sorry if everyone can hear this fucking mower behind me. I didn't oh, realize gosh. they'd be here today. Uh, oh, but anyways, I, it all. I think we're good. Okay, great. Uh, but yeah, no, morning after it was classic. It's just like, yeah, I got fucked up last night, and that's what you do every night, and you regret it every morning. You're like, okay, like, where's the nearest fucking breakfast? Yep. Let's yeah. recover, recoup. And move on, which yes. they did. And honestly, it was a bit of tension. And like, I hate Cam right now, in a sense. And I don't because Daphne, you know, she's taking care of herself. But um, the way that he sliced through that tension in the bed with <laughs> freaking Ethan lays down with him. You know, the bro code immediately was kind of annoying. But then he's like... I want to be inside you. Oh God, <laughs> and he so says, no, thank you. And then he says, I want to make you feel good. Oh my God. So good. It was fantastic. I really appreciated that moment. Um, just in like a, a bro kind of way. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, it was kind of gay and I liked it. It was so funny. It was so it funny. Was- yeah, it was great. I um just felt like this is so relatable. There have been many times. I mean, pretty much every time you get fucked up with your friends and you're you're all sleeping in the same place, like the next morning is always just like laying together 
and yeah. pain and agony and like yeah. so it's just like the fact that and also like laughing Pam just like wakes up he's like okay hose you gotta go sorry I don't have all your money and then just like busts into Ethan's room and just lays in bed with him and like yeah. that is exactly what we do like yeah as, that is so like, this is very girly it felt like. like yeah yeah it was really um such strong hashtag sleepover yes vibes <laughs> I yeah I really liked just like I mean, it sucked, but like besides all that, like just the camaraderie of it all, I think was just so pleasing. Yes, it was. Um, and I think actually it's so nice because we got a little bit of that with Aubrey and Daphne too previously in the previous episode, which I also enjoyed. It, I think it was a little more awkward, but I still enjoyed it. I was like, yeah, like you guys are in this fucking nice ass palazzo, chilling. Yeah yeah um, exactly so like one thing uh that's actually i happy that you brought that up because i wanted to talk about harper and ethan in this whole sequence too um but specifically harper she is she's just i really like her but and i love aubrey plaza and how she's acting her um and she is a super interesting character but she is somebody that just like is treading on a line of i really don't know if i would like you in the real world because I mean, not only because she, like, has, to, like, to be honest, she has a horrible personality, right? Like, she is just not really an enjoyable person to be around. But, like, the fact that Daphne trusted her and, you know, it, it just felt shitty that Harper immediately goes to Ethan and is like, yeah, I told you so. Like, da 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 They cheat on each other and, and just, like, shit talking. And I'm like, D like, is that all you're going to say? And, like, it's just visibly Ethan is just so sick of it. And I'm like, I would be too. Like, she is insufferable sometimes to me with that. And, you know, and I think, like, with Cam and Daphne, like, they're just such happy-go-lucky people, probably because they don't have to worry about anything in the world. But um, it's still, like, those are people that I would – that's the couple I would rather be around. You know what I mean? Not the Ethan Harper that are just, like, miserable, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I understand that. I, I agree to an extent. I mean, I don't know. You know, I am more on the side of like sticking with your person because like that's who's with you day in and day out, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, and not knocking anyone's shit, but like, I don't know if I feel like it's pretty relatable for partners like that are in a more monogamous situation to share that kind of information because at the end of the day like they should be best friends oh, right yeah, 100%. and I don't think so that, I, I, I'm not um saying that like Harper shouldn't be talking to Ethan about them I'm just saying mm -hmm. like that's the first thing you say when you walk yeah in and it was pointed like she was kind of like I told you so blah 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 and he didn't I don't think he came forward and said um about cam at first about the the money investing yeah, he didn't. He, yeah that was later on um in the episode and like yeah and you know one thing to like note too is that harper is on like she's on a totally different level than ethan right now he, she has no idea that he's coming down from like molly and yeah. like you know and just over drinking and just the craziest night so he is just out of his mind right now and uh, you know so i think that that's oh, yeah. also why he's not really like like reciprocating in that way but it just yeah, like the, way the whole thing was like written was just you know she immediately comes in and is just so negative and i'm like oh my god that's like 
the absolute last thing that Ethan needs right now is yeah. like this negative ass energy and somebody that's going to come in and complain about something that just like really ultimately means nothing. Like it, it's just Harper is harping on Cam and Daphne's relationship for literally no reason. Like, Not hashtag Harper is harping. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think you're, you're right in that though. Um, at the end of the day, because I, you know, she, couldn't even like take the compliments when he was like nice dress yeah she been like you know thank you mm-hmm. then Daphne bought it for me a noto like yeah. she couldn't even squeeze a quick little thank you in there yeah which I thought would have been like really nice I think especially because she already you know put out her olive branch before like she missed her little opening I feel like he gave her a little opening there yeah um Definitely. so uh, yeah so uh do you want to talk about valentina and isabella oh my heart okay, so valentina my our second gay i really really think that she's gay okay um, i'm gonna start off with that <laughs> yeah i probably agree with you fully but i'm gonna just talk about it in a way that is just loving and for me like i you know we talked a little bit about it before um off the pod but i really like it felt kind of maternal to me and just like super protective. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we saw in the previous episode with um, Valentina, she was eating her little lunch with the kitties and she was feeding mm-hmm. the kitties and just taking Very good cool. care of them. Cause no one else is, ain't nobody else out here doing that. Just her, yeah. you know? So like, I, feel like she has a very protective instinct and I don't know if we mentioned it before on the pod but I do think she's obviously got something with men she's always a dick to Rocco and honestly fuck Rocco he probably deserves it so I'm on Valentina's side a hundred percent but like it was very very sweet to me like the way you know like at first I was like oh is she gonna flirt with her right off the bat but I don't think that she did she was like oh does does Rocco like just tell me the truth does Rocco ever make you uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and she's like no no um and Valentina's just like yeah if you ever feel like you're in trouble come to me and I'm gonna handle them I'm gonna handle them so Valentina yeah I I love her she's wonderful no matter what um I think yeah it's coming from an altruistic place so you know her me thinking that she's gay it's actually more so for the thing you know their interaction later on the episode which Mm -hmm. we can talk about right now but um, yeah the pin right she gives her a pin but like the way that she approaches her she had this nervous demeanor that made me think like she okay she might be into this well you know what actually she did the classic look back too when she walked away. And yes. that is always the telltale in a movie yes. that they're into you. Yes, the indicator of I think yes. even in life. Yeah, definitely. Looking back. Looking back. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, and I think Isabella is clueless, but she obviously enjoys, you know, she feels safe in <clears throat> Valentina, which is I think Valentina, you know, she is very it it seems motherly too. Um in the beginning and then also you know i think what that the cat scene showed us is that like valentina just seems very lonely like it it feels like she doesn't really have much at home going on she's obviously single um well i'd say obviously not not like that because i guess she could have somebody but there's no ring on her finger is what i'm saying um but uh yeah so i'm just like so we might see something there but then like 
what happens if she goes ape shit if if Isabella and Rocco start dating because they have been flirty flirty this whole time. Yeah, um, this whole time. Yeah. So, uh, but one thing just in terms of, because now we're gearing up towards the end where we know that people are going to die and like, you know, and we had the priest moment that we'll talk about in a sec, but, um, or not the priest moment, but the, the pianist moment. Um, but so I'm like, we see Rocco and Valentina in the, in the, the little prologue, someone's dead thing. So we know Rocco, Valentina and Daphne do not die. Right. So say that like she's in the same condition in the end of it as she is right now. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. That's gonna be fun too. and cute and maybe heartbreaking for Valentina. It feels like. Uh, probably. I really hope not though, because this I, it literally seems like the perfect work environment. I would be so happy to be working for Valentina. Are you fucking? Oh God, what if she treads the line on sexual harassment? That's a, actually a great point because of the gift. So let's let's tread on that just a little bit. Um, she does gift her a beautiful piece of jewelry. It's a pin from the gift store, yes, the jewelry shop, shop that Isabella shop. had recommended to uh, Dom when Dom was shopping for oh, his wife. I didn't even know that it was the same thing. Yes. She was listening and she was like, oh, do you like that shop? And she's like, yeah, I love everything in there. And she's like, good to know. In the previous episode, it was really cute. So like, I don't know, like, I just feel like, again, maybe it could have been like a gesture of like goodwill. Like, you know, you're a good employee. Like, I really respect that you came up to me in the first place. I want to reward you, protect you, like really make a, a, a solid gesture. But I agree that like, I think gifting your employees something, especially of that value is a bit inappropriate. I would be kind of weirded out. I'd be like, are you, what the fuck? But I also don't know Italian culture. Uh, Well, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know if that is, I I can't speak to that, but I will say that like, when I'm thinking about the gift, I don't see that anything wrong with that, but I do see it because, okay, let's look at like the project, like the trajectory last episode is when Isabella first said something to her so and that was a day ago so now mm-hmm. today she is already buying her gifts and complimenting her oh my god her. stop you know I mean? it's so giving like, the what is that little it's like a myth I don't know if it's a myth it's like a little thing in like a uh, lesbian culture it's like the U-Haul thing like as soon as they start dating they like move in together which I think is common for a lot of people it is. I think it doesn't happen just between lesbians, yeah, but no, I'm like, oh my god, she's like already gifting and moving in. Oh, maybe. Yes, but but that is where it gets tricky because I don't think that Isabella is going to reciprocate at any at any level if it well, is she's... a love interest. But um, you know, if we're already gift giving on day one, then like, where are we going to be at at day four? Like how far, sure. how much more are you going to do? Like if you're already moving this quickly and showing this much. So like, that's what worries me is that it will, it could become uncomfortable very fast. You know? Yeah. That's a great point. That is yeah. a great point. Um, oh. So I think that that, and that would, it would be really interesting. I think storyline wise of like, not all sexual harassment comes from men. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they're, of course. like and then this whole like, work life like the the whole thing is about sexual politics like work life sexual politics like how does that play you know um and it also would mean that like this is our second gay resort manager which i'm here for i'm here for all of them being gay yeah i mean honestly for like a formula in like a formula sense too like kind of the same 
from last season to this season like yeah like yes, I, I like that it fits I'm like oh I am comfortable with oh, this yeah, this is familiar well like yeah in the last season too with uh yeah with what's his name but anyways okay let's move on to the hose god those hoes oh. got some shit this episode oh my god oh my gosh these girls for the record I still believe that one of them if not both of them will die I hope not um, but I think who said it? I think it was freaking Lucia. She was like, yeah, basically like all whores like end up in like bad, yeah. bad places, you yes. know, something along those lines. Get punished. Is what yes. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God, please. No. And that is not true for the record. Do your yeah. live your life. But okay, me and Natty are already in hell. <laughs> we're, <not> even, <laughs> like, we're already there. <laughs> hell yeah. Not that we're prostitutes, but we're the HP hoes. I mean, yeah, we're- the fuck? We're not afraid to live our lives how we want to. And you should be Purgatory and hell. Straight up limbo. <laughs> um. So yeah, we... Ah, the hoes, man. They were really great. I also want to give it up to Mia... Because I think that Lucia's kind of been like the star, the just like the person heading the 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 act. But yes. Mia really came through. She was very funny, very very funny. I was very impressed, and also and anxiety inducing. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> I was praying after this episode. Like, oh my god. Oh, okay. Honestly, like, let's just talk about like them through the afternoon. I want to save all the stuff for nighttime for a little later but um the i wrote down lucia and mia at the pool because they were having that really good conversation about you know where obviously they're both coming down they're like really going through it um lucia is like very hungover and starting to like doubt everything and mia really came through and was just like okay virgin mary since when do you care about what people think and it was just very nice Um, And then she gets the idea that she has to fuck the pianist. And I just go right into that because I'm like, I screamed out loud when he fucking brought her to the church. I was like, the church? Like, I know. I know. I'm like, you don't have a fucking room that you can get ready in? You work here. Exactly. Exactly. The one fucking place. I'm like, they could have gone off premises. You know, they yeah. didn't go anywhere but the church. And, like, that whole scene was so fucking funny of, like, just her, like, her saying, ew, 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 ew. God. <laughs> I was dying. I was dying. And, like, you know, I have to say this. Leave it to a man to be like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It, it just... It pisses me off and it makes me uncomfortable and as I'm sure it does for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but it was also very humorous. I'm like, how did they make it so disgusting and so humorous at the same time? The same Honestly, time. hats off. Brava. Like that was, that was Yeah, it, it was great. It was great. Um, and he, like, I love that it's, you know, Mike White is able to make it. He could just be so satirical and his writing. And it's just, it's fantastic because I was like, 
equally horrified as I was couldn't take my eyes off the screen and I felt yeah. like that almost all of season one too and for multiple times <laughs> yes. but like I was just I could not fucking believe and it's just we had a lot of religion talk in this episode um literally Mia is coming from a conversation with Lucha about Lucha saying like we will be punished for this meaning in a religious way because they're all very Catholic um yes so then to take like to for Mia to come from that conversation and be like okay I have to fuck the pianist and then for him to take her to a church and then for him to be on top of her her saying ew 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 seeing the Virgin Mary or whatever she said at some kind Mm -hmm. of either Jesus or the Virgin Mary seeing that and then have and then just being like ah I have to compartmentalize to jumping on top of him to and like and then when she leaves to get to try to find him Viagra he like does the little does a little cross yeah. I'm like, uh, this is a place of worship. She, good God, yeah. like it. It's just- no pun intended. <laughs> uh, so, and then later on, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute, but like later on, to the pianist, then asking for the priest because obviously, you know, not obviously. Yes. But when you think that you're gonna die, yes, you confess your sins. Yes, yes. yes. So you want the priest to come and bless you before you die. Um, so he is so, and then Mia is just like, no, 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 no. Don't die. Don't you die. Don't you die. He got stern. That was so fucking funny. The thing is oh. like, it's so serious, but like, yeah, they did a good job of like making some of this very lighthearted because yeah. I was, I, okay. And again, I will say this, Giuseppe, you are disgusting because mm-hmm. just the, how your actions in the room, but he's not a, an, bad looking old guy i'm like he's handsome and he can sing like he's a little perv but like fuck man honestly let's just talk about that scene let's just talk about it so she go she thinks that she's getting viagra through and really this was so annoying because mia is like racing around grabs pills from her bag and then finds lucia in the water and instead of lucia just taking a few steps up so she could hear what she said she just stays there and is like, I can't hear you. I can't hear yeah. you. Just, like, just visibly, like, it's just a, like, a big fuck you. I don't, like, I don't have time for your shit right now. I'm flirting with this fucking 20-year-old. Yeah. Um, so that was just a little, like, I'm just like. Well, this and I think what she said, too, after it was a little alarming Um, when Albie asks her, like, oh, what did she want? She's like, she always asks for something, but I don't care. That was so weird to me because they're, they've been like besties. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Are, were you just trying to move along because you didn't want to explain to him that she was trying to get Viagra for the pianist? Yeah, I think, I think so. And honestly, like, I think it was maybe to like make her look more, um, like independent, maybe. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't really like have enough context to draw any sort of theory or conclusion on that. But yeah, I noted that too, and just the whole thing was kind of just petty. It felt like, but um. So when Mia goes back, she makes him take two pills, and I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna turn out real bad. But mm-hmm. it's it's so funny. One, I cackled when um you know he's performing later on. We're just gonna get into that scene now because it's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he's performing and obviously he's struggling, he's sweating, you know whatever. Oh, and the then baby. and then Bert goes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, worse. Uh, he's worse than usual. 
That was so fucking rude. Like the looks on their faces, they're just like, what the fuck is going on? And then he just says, like, he is just so like he's got like Asperger's or something. Like he's just he's so rude <laughs> sometimes. It's so funny. I mean, he's just old and he doesn't give I a fuck. That's why I said he just reminds me of my grandmother in that way. And so yeah, it's hilarious that I laughed so hard. And then also the pianist obviously gets up, fucking falls collapses. Poor baby. And then the, the two couples um, are walking in, and they all respond to it. But then, like after like thirty seconds, Cam just turns around. And he's like, "Yeah, we need a table for four, please." Like just unbothered, just forever unbothered. Yeah. So I also just want to say something about this because I've seen a couple things online about it, which I'm not surprised, but like. Shout out to all the restaurant workers because when traumatic things happen like that, they continue to work. They make you work. And that to me is insane. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like, if, if that was my restaurant, we're shutting down for the day. Goodbye. Everyone out. We're paying for your meals. Sorry about this. Literally someone fucking died. Collapsed. Blood everywhere. Sorry. Yeah, Not to well, be graphic, but you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but look, that it kind of makes sense that Cam has that kind of attitude of just like, okay, of move course. on. Like, he's yeah. just, he's unaffected by mm-hmm. things like that. And honestly, I aspire to be that level of unaffected. It's, it's, insp- it's really inspiring, to be honest. I'm just like, I just don't, I don't even want it to get through one part of my brain, like to get to another part where I can respond to like, I see something and I I think I'm like kind of like that. Like if there's ambulances parked outside my house, like I don't stare out the window to see what's going on. I'm kind of like, okay, I'm fine. Like, right. And I think like if the situation is handled or being handled, you're like, okay, like I'm just gonna, you know, like I'm going to let them handle it. Like, and we all know that like when there is a situation, like you don't crowd around, like you give them space to do what the fuck they have to do. So like, I also get it in that sense. I'm like, okay, yeah, like they had people there. They were getting the ambulance. They had the stretcher and they were like, okay, well, I guess we're still going to dinner. We're just going to let them help this guy. Yeah, there's nothing we can do for it. So let's not pay any mind to it. Um, no. You know, best wishes, but like I'm hungry. Um, so, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so so that's when, that's when the priest uh, is is the priest. So the pianist is calling for the priest and Mia's just like, don't you fucking die. But before that, this was Mia's golden moment for me. She finally meets back up with Lucia um, and she's trying to explain to him oh. what, everything that happened. And of course, they both stop and are just like, wow, you look great. Okay, back to my crazy ass. Yes, story. yes. <laughs> That was so fucking great. And honestly, uh, she's a great, not like, she's a great physical actress, I think. Yes. Um, and, you know, we both loved the fucking choking when she's talking about how he's like passing or, or like how he fucking <sighs> collapsed. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh my fucking God. And then she's like, and poop, like, and just yes. like, making all these sound effects. It was incredible. It was yeah, so it was very funny. entertaining. It was so funny. And then what does Mia ask her? She's like, you gave him fucking Viagra and she you gave him a heart attack or something. And fucking the way that the that Mia makes her mouth, she does like a little side frown grimace. Like <laughs> it was so fucking great. I was like, that was great. We yeah. I really loved it. It was such a little thing, but it was perfect and it made the scene. Um, um 
Yeah, no, and I, but I agree with something that Lucha said in the beginning. She said, um, I've created a monster, and that was another funny moment. As soon as Mia is like, I have to fuck the pianist, and like takes off. Yes, um, right now. <laughs> right fucking now. Um, so, but I think that Lucia is right. She did, because immediately after the priest, or the, God, I, we need to, I need to go to church. Call him Giuseppe. Call him Giuseppe. See. <laughs> As soon as he is dealt with and being taken care of, um, Mia immediately runs up to Valentina and is like, I can sing. I can fill in. Like, I'm just like this opportunistic little bitch right yeah, now. Yeah, and this is why I think Valentina is the only sane person in this whole fucking thing because she was like, bitch, are you kidding? Like, yeah. get lost right now. This is not the time for that. Like, I literally have to start filing a fucking, basically like workers comp. Yeah, because this guy collapsed on the job like I have to fill out the insurance like bitch I don't have time for this I gotta get on the phone and call like five different companies and I gotta call my boss oh my god even (laughs) when they were bringing Giuseppe out Giuseppe's so much easier thank you Um, you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) even when they're bringing him out Valentina's like you better be back but think beautiful thoughts oh my god (laughs) thoughts think of beautiful things I died Okay, Valentina, I swear to God, this bitch has Capricorn in her big three hard because she is so strict. But Capricorn, sorry everyone for the astrology fucking blur like shit, but we, I just found this out. It's always like a daddy sign, but it's actually a feminine sign. And I'm like, it's so sweet because I think we saw such femininity with her and it makes sense. I'm like, you little Capricorn queen. Yes, yes. great point. Great point. Um, Yes. had her pegged as a Capricorn from the very moment she said a word. Um, and I also think that there's an Aries somewhere up there too. Capricorn with an Aries moon can get shit done. Really. Fuck I've seen it. Yeah. Um, so, okay, enough done with the astrology, but we will not <laughs> apologize next time for interjecting that because just so y'all know, this is just, this is, this is a knowledge based podcast. We are teaching. <laughs> and we're also learning things so (laughs) welcome to our ted talk oh my gosh um so before we get into like since we're talking about the hose but i don't want to talk about um albie and lucia yet but i do wait before Before we move on i want to talk about i think this is a good time because we were talking about the hose something that i wanted to mention a little Fun fact, um, there's been a lot of artwork uh, in this series and they have been specifically panning over to some of the art. So I was like, oh shit, like, let me just pause this and take a picture. I felt like I recognized some of it. I did study a little bit of art history, um, but a lot of this I think is Renaissance and Baroque, which I really, I fucking hated those classes. I had a hard time with them because all the names, all the patrons, it's just insane. Um, But I did look up one of them and it was when Lucia makes the cross because they're like in the hotel room getting, I forget, or maybe she's in the chapel. I can't remember where she is, but it's the painting of the woman. It's a woman. And then there's like a little cutout kind of by her hip and it's just eyes. Uh-huh. Um, And the painting is St. Lucia by Domenico Beccafumi. And basically, I won't go through all of the history, but the eyes have significant meaning uh, because the saint like devoted her her life 
to the Virgin Mary and she sacrificed her eyes so that she could ward off potential suitors. And they were gifted back to her by the Virgin Mary for all like the good work that she did. And basically they're, um, they bring good luck and keep evil away. So I, you know, I'm all like the hose might die, but something about Lucia seeing that I'm like, you might be saved that painting. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that that would make sense, like, story-wise, if she was the one of them to not, because she was the one that came off so strong and reckless in the beginning, um, and now I think we're kind of seeing a little bit of a, well, we were, we're seeing some, like, regret in her actually thinking about her actions in this episode, so that makes sense on a story level, Um, but I also, just to echo off of that point, life imitates art in this 100%. There is definitely a reason that all of these artworks and uh, paintings and even like the um the sculptures and all that the heads and all that yes i would love to do and we're thinking about this listeners if we might do um like an an like an analysis podcast of the art because i think it you know they everything is on purpose so we'll let you know mike white is the beyonce of tv um i've said it (laughs) everything Everything what a has great, a meaning. Quote, what a great <laughs> quote. Honestly, that's that was so nice. Uh yeah, the highest compliment ever for my yeah. Um yeah, so it's like everything is done with a purpose. So and I know that they um they recreated a lot of paint. They they made new paintings based um and inspired by paint by real paintings for this show. So not all of the paintings that we see are actually famous, but they are imitations of something and they're, you know, with the same sort of meaning. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, so that's just another fun fact, but um, loved that Maddie. Thank you. I have a couple more for throughout the episode. Um, one that I'm a little bit unsure of, I'm, I'll mention it, I'm guessing, but we'll see. Yeah. I, I'll try to do a little more research on it later, but yeah, let's, oh, yeah jump in to our next point which is beach club gays beach club gays they were super fab oh my god nice great time dressed well english accents which you know we're american and we just love it like we love the fucking spice girls generation okay god damn it girl power like they're just screaming that and i love it like just the immediate like their first interact well actually now we know who these weird guys were that were waving to tanya yes right because i was like this man looks like he's trying to cosplay borat um and the mateo yes yes that really actually makes the the introduction but he's just like oh my god you are so chic and i'm like if someone said that to me i would die a gay man i would die i'd be able to die right there be like i'm good for life exactly (laughs) there is no higher honor than a a rich gay very like just posh kind of and he's not posh in like the way that he acts but like man's got money man's got yeah. class and and got style for christ's yeah. sake i loved that he said because this is 100 percent true he was like every woman around here dresses like they're going to a funeral at the beach and i'm like that is italy that That's is women so in italy sad. i love that i'm just like it is chic but they wear yeah. a lot of black so yeah. um, but like i love that i wear a lot of black it's i fit um I'm swimming. yeah hmm. 
girl. Um, and so that, that was great. I loved that. There was a really funny bit where there, uh, the one man, I, I don't know his name, but I know Mateo is the husband because he, he says Mateo a lot, but, um, the one guy is talking to Tanya and he's like, uh, she's basically saying like, Oh, we don't have time to explain why my husband's not here. And he's like, Oh, we've got all day, you know, we've got all day. And she's like, you know, I want to hear everything from the beginning. And she's like, okay, so I was born in San Francisco. And he's like, Oh, okay. (laughs) So fucking funny. Oh gosh. Like the lack of social cues and like just the for every single character is just like treading autistic because I'm like they just <laughs> I swear and like I say that with the most sensitive uh, connotation possible but like it's just truly because everyone is fucking autistic. autistic. Oh my gosh! Um, so that's the one thing that I wanted to say about that before we get into sexy ass Jack. Jack Jack. Um. Oh my god. Yeah, and of course he is the nephew of the gays. It's just mm-hmm. perfect. You know, Portia has to be with Tanya because mm-hmm. she's technically on the clock, but they're drinking rosé and eating finger food. I would love to yeah. be on that clock. I know it's a bit of babysitting. And like you said, the social cues thing, like when Portia asks to go to lunch to even meet Albie, she responds with, I think Greg's doing some shady shit. I know. Yeah. And I was just like, Tanya, I, oh God, you're. When she said that was so funny too. So selfish. So selfish. Um, Mm -hmm. And it sucks because like, we know that she's not like, she's not self-aware, but she is. I think what is it last episode or was it this episode when she said, um, maybe I should have helped that girl at the resort that was in, that was in the in the coming weeks. oh oh okay there, there are things that she has said you know with conversations to greg where she is self-aware um you know she like it, it, there's thing i don't know there's things that lead us to believe that she knows like her her faults but at the same time like she is just still so unaware at the same time and i'm like mm-hmm. how did you craft this character it's um she's a masterpiece she really is truly uh, because it's like you just can't you never fucking know what she's gonna say like she is just the most unpredictable um i would uh like equally love to be around her as i would kill myself if Wait, i was can i say her. something controversial and i'm i might apologize in advance but i feel <laughs> like this character is like if barbie got older and i'm talking like old school Barbie like before when just like I don't know like is that bad I know Barbie is like the best now but like I don't like, I don't know I don't know it depends on I guess it could it could be either or and that's really just up to how somebody views Tanya because people some people love Tanya so I mean I love Tanya too but I'm just like oh my god you're just like kind of like a grown-up valley girl but more and chic and yeah, it's, it's I don't know how many like ways like they can create characters that are so tough to watch, but you can't take their eyes your eyes off them. Like she is a walking car crash. Um, that's true. And you know she really is. But like that, I, that's why I'm so happy that she found the gays because like they will be able to handle her shit, especially like a group of them. I think that Tanya is just like. Not, she, she is like really hard when it when it's just one on one she's awful but like in a group where they're kind of dominating the conversation she's just 
along for the ride to have fun. I think she's excels in that environment. So I yeah. think we're, you know, um, I think that, that yeah, that's going to be a good for her and good for Portia. And of course, like Portia's luck. Oh my gosh, she just got so lucky because it's she like did. she really was about to just settle and chill with Albie the whole time, insufferable Albie the whole time, just to get away from Tanya. And then boom, now it's two birds, one stone. Tanya's off with her, with her, you know, little fairies. Yes. And and fucking Portia gets this hot British guy. Oh my, oh my god, gosh. he is my good looking. Oh. This man is yummy. Yes, boy. The flirting on point. The way on he point. flirts, even just the uh, body language here for oh, it. The way that he oh holds gosh. his glass and drinks his drink. It was hot. She won the lottery with this one. He And he's such a good time. Like, he was just so fun. So, like, nice from the very beginning. Flirty banter. Like, but also interesting because he's from England. She's from the United States. So, like, it was just that also, that always makes things interesting, right? I know. Um, there's just so much to talk about when you know, whatever, but like, so flirty banter from the very beginning. And then, um, I'll note this now, but we, I want to kind of go back after I say this, but the, he would be, so in some of the, like, um, like bonus content, they ask cast members, like, who would you want to, like, what character would you want to go on vacation with? And like, my answer is Jack. He is like, in the end in the end like when they after dinner when they're at the bar she's like going to walk back to her room and he's like no 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 no," and he grabs her and he's like what are you doing it's so early like let's get fucked let's get fucked yes yes vacation starts now like god portia needed it oh yeah um i think it's really nice too because portia is also really sweet like she did not want to hurt Albie's feelings across from the bar. You know, she gets kind of awkward, but like, it's good that Jack is so bold. He's like, listen, don't even fucking worry about it. Like, let's make him jealous. And she's like, I don't want to, which I, uh, I love Portia. She is really, I think she's my favorite character right now because of how just nice she is. I'm like, you really are just a golden person. You are just trying to do the next right thing. And I respect that about you. Yeah. Yeah, and she's just going through it. She's really relatable but, to every, you know, millennial girl. Well, yeah. Like, and I, I think understand your story better than I understand everybody's. You yeah, know? and I think it was just really nice because I'm like, with Jack kind of leading her in that direction, it's like, yeah, like, you just met this guy, Albie. Like, you don't owe him anything. Yeah. So, and I think, like, a lot of women and people get stuck in their politeness. You know, sometimes well, we can be just so nice way. and, like, we... And I'm like, dude, just like, you gotta, you just gotta do you. You gotta be a little selfish. And like, I, 100%. I enjoyed um, that for her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about it. And actually that's, uh, that's perfect that you brought that up because I wanted to talk about when Albie, like going back to the beach club, um, when Albie actually confronts the two of them, but um, just on your point right now, I agree. And I think it's really shitty to see, to be in that. We talked about it a little bit last week about just like not wanting to be mean and how do you let the nice guy down and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and it's tough, but like, you also have to think selfishly and it's like Portia, especially at this moment, I'm like, you like, you have one life girl and like, she might not notice it right now or like know that truly right now, but you know, it's like, she has to be selfish. And I agree. I, I think that, Jack uh kind of pulling her out of that shell and like that that shell of like a like perpetual guilt complex 
was nice you know like he was just like this is what it's like yeah you know you might have like hurt his feelings but like live a little live a little yeah yeah Um, and you know it was great because albie did you know have a little like he had his his thing and we'll get to that in a minute because i want to keep talking about this sexy ass brit and motherfucking Portia. Oh, Portia. Just so, I'm just reveling in it. I don't even want to end this conversation. I'm like, Portia, Portia. Portia. <laughs> uh, we are so, I'm so happy for her that she finally like is starting to get the experience that she actually wanted. Um, and that she Albie, deserves. I know. So they're at the beach club. They're laughing. They're joking around. They're flirting. They're drinking. Oh, wait. Uh, he also said this. I, I just want to bring this up because it is the name of the episode. When they're flirting, he's like, yeah, I can't remember verbatim, but he says, uh, you know, like, I'll, I'll show you in the, I'll take you into the sandbox. He, in the yeah, sandbox. He, and she's, he's like, you know, my, you know what I mean? And she's like, no, no, I no, don't know what right you right mean. Right. So and then he's like, I'll show you. Yeah, exactly. So cute. I'm just like, God, that man knows how to flirt. Uh, yeah, the banter was really cute. He had me smitten. I was like, I would have taken him to my room right then and there. Um, yeah, that's not going to be good. Uh, but yeah, no, she's basically like, he's just saying like, oh, if, if fun is what you're looking for, you know, then stick by my side. And yeah. I was like, oh, love that. Love yeah. the, the use of those words. It like is really like uh, it's nice because Portia feels so by herself there yeah. that like him basically saying like, I'll take you under my wing. Like you won't be alone. Like I, it's just, it's really nice to hear, hear stuff like that. So um, yeah. So they're having this conversation. I want to talk about the Albie confrontation because he just, he keeps killing me. God. He's killing me. <laughs> it, so I am so torn about this. I'm really glad that you brought it up. Um, it, really hurt my feelings it was so painful but I I was hurting on both sides like I was hurting for Albie because I understand like Albie is sweet like he was excited Portia didn't mean to blow him off and honestly like the way that she handled it is exactly the way that I would have handled it like I'll come find you later I'm sad you know it was and it was it kind of sucked I was like why would you do that to her like I get it like you're frustrated and I mean, he like, was the one to expect that to go, Albie. Like that was just it was like he didn't think it through. If he had thought it through, he would have ignored the conversation, like ignored the whole thing and just went back to his room or fucking texted her or something. It's not like they don't have their phones. Like, so like I'm just like it, like he just it was a rash emotional decision that he made and it was so awkward. And I love that how like Jack handled it. He's like, what's up, geez? And I was like, oh, love that. Like, wait, you know, I don't know. But like, also, you know, like Albie was confronting them. So Jack kind of like, like, like held well, his own. Well, he didn't almost, even like, introduce his name. I mean, he shook his hand because he was like, hey, I'm Albie. But he was like, what's up? He didn't say I'm yeah. Jack. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't an, an open, uh, like, like he wasn't inviting and no, like, I not liked at all. That he wasn't because I agree. Um, I also Albie really like that. I'm like, do not con- just go up and confront people. Like it's just, it like, it felt, it was so unnecessary. It was so annoying. Obviously we're biased to Portia. Right. And I am biased in, on a whole nother level because I fucking hate Albie, but like, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like my disdain for this little shit, uh, just knows no bounds. Um, so yeah, I, I hated it. And I'm like, ah, see, this is where we're starting to get the, like, where do you think that you have the right to come up and invade a conversation that I'm having with someone else? Yeah, of course. Like, where do you like, and I'm just like that 
is not you being a good feminist. You know what I mean? Like that's not you being a good ally. Like that's you using your power as a man and what you think is going on. Like to come up here and invade my space. Right. And whether or not it's going on, like you just met me two days ago. Where do you, yeah, I agree with that full heartedly. And just on like a very human level, like in any conversation, like you just don't come up and interrupt people like that at all and you guys already have like some history there so like why the yeah, fuck I mean, would like, you, do you do that do that at a social in a social setting that like if you're like at like a cocktail party like a work party and you and your husband are there and you're having a conversation with another man from like your whoever it is and your husband walks up that makes sense first of all because you're already in the same social situation you're not entering someone else's social situation and number two you're fucking married right yeah. like so i'm just like i'll be like wh- like you just wh- where are you assuming this this right from how are you getting there yeah. you know what i mean yeah so that, it's just like we're seeing it, i don't know why this triggers me so much i think because i've just I've probably been in this situation over and over again of just like being made to feel uncomfortable by men that are assuming any sort of role in my life. Um, and I'm just, I, it just, it's so triggering. Albie for some reason is just so triggering for me. Um, and I think it's just because it's like this pseudo feminism. Like you yeah. say that you have it and you say that you're all for it, but like truly you aren't, you just don't know yourself yet. You yeah. Know? I truly think he doesn't know himself fully yet. Like he, to me, he comes off as like young and he's trying to figure it out you know, like, Albie doesn't seem like he's had a lot of girlfriends. You know, maybe he's had some. Like, he's not ugly. He just, he doesn't have game. You know, he, sorry he really to say it. Him. Yeah, he has. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Yeah, so it just feels very fake. Like, it just, I don't know. Anyways. Yes. Uh, not to make this negative, because back to Jackie boy. Hell yeah. Fuck we you, Jack! Dude. Oh. Yeah, so happy. So we get a little more flirting. Um, yeah, let's just talk about the end of the night, baby. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, oh, it was so cute when they all are at dinner. First of all, I'm very happy that they all eat dinner together. Um, and he walks up and he's like, "Change my underwear for you." I know. <laughs> he's sexy undies. Like, yeah, no. just- she's like, "Why?" Because you sh- did you shit your pants? <laughs> that was so funny, Portia with the zingers, yo. Again, <laughs> Team Portia. I love her. She's so goddamn funny. Yeah, she really is the greatest. Um, she, yeah, so that was just really cute. Just like them also, him, like, just like, my eyes are not on anybody else but you, you know, just like really pursuing it. And then I was actually worried as this was happening because he gives off fuckboy energy. Clearly he lives a party lifestyle. Clearly. Like he, you know, like, does like he just, he does this for a living. Like, basically what they do for a living is entertain. He's a socialite fuckboy, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, you are probably fucking every single female that you can get around. And you have a whole entourage of gay guys that are going to attract Make all of them. Make it really right? easy so like, for you. Yeah. yeah. Um. So what I was worried about was that he was just going to, like, one night stand her completely and just, like, ghost her the next day. And um, And I didn't know how she would respond to that. And honestly, it's a vacation fling. We know it's not going to go anywhere. It's not anything like the situation with Albie. And I'm just like, everyone deserves a vacation fling. Yeah. They're great. They're wonderful. Oh, and, and a one night stand is better than a no night stand. So get it. Ooh, that is such a quote, Maddie. Quotable. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that's going on the Twitter immediately. <laughs> immediately. Uh, um, 
yeah so uh but then in the weeks ahead uh, thing we see that they're with each other still they still are like and i'm just like yes okay so he was true to his word he is gonna take care of her and make her her vacation memorable maybe she ends up dead you know maybe this no not fucking portia i will (laughs) i will fucking hate jack after that be like you couldn't protect her you weak jake ass bitch well, and you Not know even what's Jack. really funny is that speaking of, um, let's talk about Albie, uh, Lucia, and Portia, Jack at the bar. Mm-hmm. Portia and Albie are both kind of on the same, uh, I think, a level of like not wanting to embarrass, like not wanting to embarrass one another, not wanting to make, like they're, I don't know. I think that like, well, specifically Portia, we don't really get a lot from Albie on that regard, but like. She doesn't want to upset him, but then Jack and Jack and Lucia basically is the similarity they're making. Instigators. Um, instigating. Yeah. 100%. Um, so I think that that's interesting because when we're talking about who dies, your um, theory about the prostitutes dying is because Lucia was so reckless in the mm-hmm. beginning. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting a reckless character in Jack. Like he is definitely reckless. Uh, oh, yeah. You know. So I'm like, that could, like, that could burn Portia. Oh, absolutely. Certain- and she's just trying to have her fucking Italian dream. Yes. Oh, God, dream. I will be so sad. Oh, why did you put that in my brain? Sorry, why everybody. Why did you put that in all of our brains? All of the listeners are fucking mad at you, Samantha. <laughs> well, listen, every single alive and well soul currently is on the table to die besides those three people. Oh, <gasps> I literally hate you. Shh. We're ending the <laughs> podcast. Bye. <laughs> um, she might not, but I don't know. It's just seeing that she does continue to like be with Jack. You see that okay, they're like, so like, I uh, want to bring up, I actually think something that you said to me yesterday, um, it wasn't even my fucking idea, but it might be the men because this whole thing has been about men like and their sexual fucking deviance uh especially like with the sculptures the statue heads because that was the story about like the wife killing the husband i think he cheated on her or some shit well, no it was the it was the what um was it? Uh, it was the girlfriend that killed the husband when she found out that he was a husband. Oh, okay. Makes a lot yes. of sense. So he was cheating on his wife and the girl, the woman that he was cheating with is the one that killed him. I'm good for you, girlfriends. Good for you, side exactly. bitch. Honestly, set him straight. I hope her and the wife are besties after that. Probably. Probably. Um, regardless, I kind of feel like because there was so much ev- emphasis on that and we, we've been seeing the statues everywhere, I it might be a man. Might be... Well, Oh, but it is multiple people. It's multiple. So it the the one body in the water is the one that we see. But then Rocco is like, "There's you know, there's more." And Valentina's like, "How many?" And he says, "A few." So right. I guess there's three bodies that they found. Right, because right? So a few, kind of like, three or more. Yes. Um. So uh, yeah. So I that's that has been my theory from the very beginning because there's just been such a connotation on men dying. Um, but you know, and even in like one of the stills of the begin of the intro credit theme song, one of the art pieces of art is a woman stabbing a man and him falling down the stairs. Right. So it's like, even like graphic, uh, like the art that we're seeing is, is usually always men dying or Uh men being, um, so 
I don't know, but that could be red herrings. Like that could just be red herrings everywhere. Well, like, I actually think it. that some of the artwork that we're seeing in it um, supports those theories too, because I have a couple more. I didn't get all of them. They were kind of hard to find, but uh, you know, like some of the supporting evidence on like the explanation of those paintings, like have to do with like women. Um, oh, well not overcoming, but being like, gifted with miracles or like fucking like they're they've been avenged but in like a very big way we'll get to another painting a little bit later but yeah that i don't know it's it can't all be men i i don't know if it yeah exactly i don't know if it will be um i just know that like I, I don't know, and the thing is, is like they made it very crystal fucking clear that we were not going to get any any um cute like clues from that leg in the water. Like it could easily be a man or a woman. So, oh. um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we are not anywhere close to figure out who dies in White Lotus season one. We knew that somebody died from. I thought it was going to be the the wife, the young wife of the newlywed couple the entire season until we found out that it was actually at the hotel manager. Oh. So, which was like came out of fucking nowhere. So like re- that could be the same case. We could have no clue. Like, True. and it could just be, you know what I mean? Um, okay. So uh, let's talk about Albie and um, Lucia. Uh, so we know Abbar. that Jack and Lucia, like, event- like, oh my God, that sex scene was hot too. I mean, okay, it wasn't like wait. So, so funny. let's just talk I don't about the bar. Talk about, let's talk about Portia and Jack. Yeah, no, we're <laughs> going to talk about everybody. Let's talk about Jack and Portia because the whole, first of all, they had the whole day, which I think is so nice to like build up all of that tension. And mm. it's nice because when they're at dinner, when, you know, after he says like the thing about the underwear, they start bantering and he's like, yeah, like I put them on for like, you know, sexy occasions, special occasions, like, you know, basically alluding like i'm gonna see you later tonight and she's like well yeah see. and i like yeah. that she said that i'm like yeah don't give it to him yet like hell yeah by the way the earrings that she was wearing were really cute in this episode they were like little white i don't even know what that shape is it's like a little it kind of looks like an italian horn but fatter i don't even know it was or like a shark tooth but it was like a not it was not shark tooth material. I don't even know how to describe it. They were really yeah. cute. Yeah, she looked very cute for dinner. Um, I loved seeing her like get dolled up for the first time yeah. instead of like sobbing. You know, like yeah. we're used to soul crushing yeah. experience. I know. And then when they're in the, the her hotel room, I love that she was the one that brought him, and he like so he was he influenced everything that happened that day. But she was the one that was like, "Let's go to my room." Yeah, that, I loved that. Yeah, it was her decision um, at the end, which was great. I know. And honestly, it would have been it would have turned me off from Jack if he was the one that tried to initiate that because I'm like, no, like no, 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 no. Like you've already you've already hinted at it enough. You've already joked around about it enough. Like. You, like I need to be the one that that actually seals a deal um and then he like his response was hilarious too but then they're in the room and when he I'm oh, sorry cat beaters oh, oh, oh. <laughs> trusty dusty cat beaters Hell yeah um when they're in the room and he opens the door and he's in his undies like the the smile on her face I didn't even know she could smile that big because it was I have great never seen her smile that big yes yeah, it was oh, so it was nice. Wonderful. Portia was enjoying it. And I think it was so great because, like, it was, like, such sweet banter. And, like, I think 
that's like one of the best ways to like you know you're like laughing together and then like it's also hot like it's just it's great i loved every moment for her and um you know jack is hot and he takes the fucking drink out of her hand finishes it and then yeah. starts making out with her and he grabs her face perfectly he doesn't yes, he does. eat her mouth he oh. he kisses her with the perfect amount of psi pressure okay yes. and it's lovely we love that for her and then what did he do the little knee thing where he like pushed her leg out of the way with his knee it was, it was fucking hot dude yeah i'm really glad the experience on this man is showing yeah. it is showing you know and honestly we are here for an experienced man fuck i don't yeah. care about a body count the more the merrier like honestly we're fucking like, adults get that shit i don't even want to that's we don't even need to mention that get out of here exactly yeah. So, um, but I'm just like, yes, your expertise is really coming through, Jack. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you again next time. And then we have Albie that's just like, thank God she never did anything with Albie because like his cum face was, I, stop. Honestly, I loved every second of Albie's. First of all, I'm happy for Albie. A little triumph, a little win. Um, it's a not a win because he clearly needed. Yes, clearly. But like he was backed up. Poor baby. <laughs> poor. Well, he's been horny over Portia for like three days. Poor guy. Uh, but I just, I was very happy for him. Like the acting, I was great. Whoever that actor is, hats off to you for being vulnerable enough to do that on screen i mean that was a close-up of his fucking face okay hats off kudos i loved it i just respected it i think mostly i'm like god big respect to you sir yeah good job Um, you know what's actually really interesting and it's going to be interesting going forward is obviously she hooked up with dom and that was super oh by the way um special note about dom because we hardly talked about him this episode but he was in his room at this point watching or like had you porn open. And I'm going to need to get a text to this man that Pornhub.com is actually where you should be sourcing your porn from, not you porn. And they like, probably couldn't get the rights. I mean, I don't know, maybe, but like, do you, I don't know. Do you need rights? You porn? I, I, do you need rights to show a know. website? I, I don't know how that all works, but. that is a fair point that could be the case but i'm just like dom please you poor sad old man like we need to upgrade you he doesn't know Um, so uh that just a quick shout out to dom um but obviously he hooked up with lucia before we see that in the weeks ahead uh albie invites her to an excursion and he thinks what's gonna be really interesting playing out is that like he doesn't know that she's a prostitute Right. What is her game here? She didn't charge, like, we didn't see her charge Albie. Like, I don't think she right. does she charge Albie. She didn't have sex with him, though. I know, but still, you can charge for fellatio. Oh, I don't know these things. Yeah, you charge for fucking everything. Okay, well, yeah. maybe she just likes Albie. Well, I don't, I don't she know. said she wanted to go to LA, because that's where he's from. So, maybe she's playing at that. You know? Very interesting. Yeah. Um, speaking of more paintings, let's talk about after, (laughs) well, actually, let's just talk about what he says. I do want to mention this. We all loved it. As he's getting head, he's like, I think I'm going to come because he's so polite. And then he's like, is it okay for me to come? And, you know, she doesn't, she just 
goes faster. And then he's like, I'm coming. And honestly, (laughs) the arc was beautiful. It was so funny. It was so fucking humorous. Like, I just... I really loved it. Um, But immediately it pans up, you know, after like Lucia just walks out like, yeah, I'm a bad bitch. Like I did that. Bye. Have a great night. Not a word. It pans up to a painting of it's basically uh, a man and he has some arrows in him. Um, It's the painting St. Sebastian by Pietro Perugino. 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 whatever it is yes um so this painting it's actually at the louvre now so that's cool it lives there uh and the saint is in contrapposto which is art history 101 but for anyone who doesn't know it basically means that most of the weight is distributed onto like one foot one leg um and the interesting part i think about this is that at the base of the platform there's a latin phrase that basically translates to thy arrows are fixed in me um and saint sebastian was a christian saint and martyr so from albi to that painting i know you've been judging him a little bit like oh like this suedo fucking or pseudo feminism uh, Suedo, Jesus Christ. I, like, I'm just having a dyslexic moment. You just said it how it's spelled. It's yes. <laughs> like, where am I? Um, I, like, with that painting and just, like, kind of looking at it, I'm like, oh, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's not his path. Maybe he'll be a martyr. Oh maybe he saves somebody. Who the fuck oh, knows? my God. No, but he does give me pseudo-martyr vibes as well. Oh, God! Like, <laughs> Like, my mom used to always say when I was little, like, because I was just a manipulative little shit, and she would just be like, Sam, stop being a martyr. And, like, that's how I feel about Albie. I'm just like, Albie, shut the fuck up, that's man. Hilarious. Shut up. That's hilarious. Oh, I really want to know what the general consensus is on Albie, because I... um. I have to go. I'm going to do a Reddit deep dive on this because I really want to know if this is like a hot take or an unpopular opinion or if everybody is seeing through this like fake martyr bullshit. Mm. Well, I think maybe another meaning to thy arrows are fixed in me. It kind of gives me like generational, you know, the whole generational thing. Like he is fixed. This is where he comes from. I know he's he thinks he's trying hard to not be this way, but I think like his I don't know if this is his first experience with women. I don't think it is, but, um, but it's like the fate, his fate is sealed in this. Like he, it's, I, I agree. If I were to give any sort of relation, like that would, that's the first thing that came to my head is that he, the generational trauma and like the weight that he's carrying. Especially because I'm pretty sure like it's going to come out that his dad fucked the girl and he's going to be like, he's going to have a complex about that. Like having fucked the same person and he's going to be like, wow, like women ain't shit, you know, like they're just out here doing whatever the fuck, you know, who knows, who knows, like I'm being a little bit negative, but that's just kind of. I No, I agree. I think I have been waiting for him to snap all season. I feel like that it's 100% that's going to happen. If not in this show, if Albie was a real person, it would happen in real life. Like he just is the type, like he's just sensitive, very sensitive. and. Um, and I think that, you know, obviously like his, like, I would say this isn't his first, you know, experience with like multiple, like with women, dating women, whatever, 
liking someone, but I think that he's so like I don't I think his experience is is limited. So yeah. he probably hasn't had that like soul crushing first heartbreak. True. And so he, you know, it's just, he's just very inexperienced, I think, in that department. Whereas like a lot of people kind of go through that first love thing in like high school. I don't think he's gotten that. So I think that like him being older is, and then going through, you know, whatever this is, especially a complex with his dad, like a direct relation to someone that he fucked in his dad's own issues. Um, I'm like, yeah, that's gonna, he will snap because of that yep. on top of Portia not wanting him thing. Yep. For sure. Yep. So uh, that, yeah. I don't know, yep. like that really sucks though. Like I know that you don't appreciate Albie, but I'm like, I feel like it's just not even his fault. Like he's oh, also I, you know, getting at the short end of the stick here, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. And like, truthfully, it's not that, um, he like I feel bad for him too yeah I do. Um, and I understand that he is only this way because of other things god. um you know but yeah I'm just like oh my gosh like I he just reminds me so much of like so many guys that I know and it just drives me crazy yeah like, stop it. yeah stop it very um yeah but- I'm just like stop speaking for me bro yeah yeah I need you to speak for me <laughs> you know? here. Jesus Christ uh. Um, yeah. So the best thing that male feminists can do is just shut up. Please. How about that one? Please. <laughs> just stop talking. Like, stop mansplaining my problems. Yes. Just oh, listen. It's <laughs> exactly. It's no speak November. Everyone just shut the fuck up. Thanks. Oh, speaking of November is men's mental health awareness month. So guys, if you are listening, make sure you're talking to people. Yeah. We are. We, we love men. Yeah. We're the hose for a reason. Right? Yeah. But we want to listen to your problems and then fuck them away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, um, DMs, baby. <laughs> um, so anything to add? What was your favorite scene? Well, I think uh, the only other thing that I really want to talk about, we kind of, I think, skipped over it just a little bit. But like the biggest thing is Harper coming back oh shit we didn't even talk about the condom yep there we go yeah so you know we we know that the boys had a crazy ass night uh we know that the girls are a noto she comes back and she comes into the room ethan is fucked up still he's hung over from all the molly and all the drinking he's basically still puking which sucks i'm like how are you puking like well i guess i was gonna say eight hours later it's probably only been like two hours oh my god no seriously you know what i mean so i'm like okay yeah that actually makes sense um so he's still like puking shit up detoxing if you will uh and she comes back and she's in this first of all i did love that dress on her daphne you've got style bitch um i want i'm going to shop her entire wardrobe when the season is over yeah. I love everything they put on that woman. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. She um, really looks so cute. Not even a headband person. She looks so good in the headbands. Yeah. And we'll Definitely. get to her outfit later. I just, well, I, you know what? I'm just going to say now. Also that green fit that she was wearing <gasps> was like the suit. And it was so cute because like Ethan was wearing like kind of green pants. I just loved it. I was like, this is making me happy. Like the aesthetics, the yeah. vibes, but the green suit alone stood bitch i was like wow you look so fucking good uh mm-hmm. anyways so we get back she gets back she's in her cute little dress and you know 
Ethan being guilt ridden and also just like, thank God, some normalcy, someone that I can trust is here. He's like, nice dress, uh, which I thought was such a nice little like opening because they've had some, you know, yeah. connection. Yeah. I think like not issues, yeah. but like they're not connecting as well as they mm-hmm. probably had once before. Uh, so like, and you know, she is just ready to spill the tea. She's like, bitch, this bitch kidnapped me. This bitch, thanks. She didn't even say thanks. She was like, yeah, Daphne bought this shit for me. Um, yeah. and she cheats on her fucking husband. And I'm pretty sure, or well, or Cam cheats on her and she thinks that Daphne also does, but she was being vague. Yes. So... What did you so actually I want to talk about Harper and Ethan as a whole throughout the episode because in the same scene I think the most important turning point was her finding the condom that clearly Cam used right Ethan it's I think that their interactions throughout the episode were really interesting because at the end of it which we I didn't write down for whatever reason they have a conversation Ethan tells her that um, Cam did approach him and wants him to invest money with him. Uh, so she was right. Mm-hmm. But like, that's what he admits to. Harper obviously has the condom, thinks that he cheated, but Ethan has no idea because he didn't do anything wrong that night, right? Like he didn't, he like he was just in the wrong situation. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing he was guilty of, but he was still a bystander nonetheless. So he is, he is responding to her in a way of like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why are you being a zombie? Like, are you ever going to like, and it it seems like gaslighting, right? Because she thinks that like from harbor's point of view that would feel like gaslighting to me like you're trying to make me feel like i'm crazy like i know you did something so Mm -hmm. why are you responding to me in this like very like nip it in the bud kind of thing like like what like i'm i'm crazy for being upset or whatever so like i think that that's gonna be and harbor is is smart enough to know that and i hate that she didn't just come out and ask about it because i think that then ethan would have just been like no that was cam right even though that would have still we talked about this a tiny bit but like even though that that would have probably added guilt anyways but on his name she would have thought well if there's two prostitutes and cam was fucking one then what the hell were you doing with the other one right Right, exactly sitting crying smoking a cigarette high as fuck in your bathroom and and, and he was i know poor man (laughs) um yeah i it really sucked. The whole thing sucked because I think there was a couple opportunities, but I think that Harper is really, I think she's frozen, you know, like, and I don't blame her. Everybody reacts to things differently. You know what I mean? Like, I think that with all of the information with them being on the trip, she's not in a, in her comfort zone. She's literally out of control right now. She has no control over pretty much anything that's happening. I mean, like, yes, there, she has control over her autonomy and like, the decisions that are made while they're there but like she's just not in a in a comfortable place as a whole you know mm-hmm. like so i'm just like okay it makes sense to me that she's kind of like wait like i need to think about like what daphne said to me last night you know do did your husband change because the not that he's a nerd but you know she's like he's a nerd like the guys that don't get a lot of play when they get money they change you know so harper is thinking like I don't want to blow this up right this second because what if he he has changed and Daphne, you know, like she also was sticking to that thing where she's like, I, we were okay. We're fine compared to then. And now she's like, we're just as bad as them. Yeah. You know, so yeah, like yeah, I think having that realization, like with the person that you 
are, you know, in quotes, trust and is your best friend to have, like, that is world shattering. Oh, yeah, 100%, especially when she was clearly doubting it. I mean, from and that's why she has been so fixated on finding out what's wrong between Daphne and Cameron, because she is like, oh, they like touch each other all the time. It feels performative, like yada, 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 because she's clearly insecure about the her own relationship and how compatible her and Ethan are and how happy they are. Um, you know, and that's been an insecurity from the very beginning. And then she goes on the strip, she comes back, she seems more confident because mm-hmm. she's like, oh, now I know that they have holes in their marriage right. and we're, we're fine, she says. Like, we're perfectly fine. And then she finds the condom immediately after that. And I'm just like, oh my God, the timing couldn't have been worse. Right. For Because she has been questioning it the whole time. She finally started to feel some sort of like relief. And then now she's like, oh, nope, questioning it again. And now I think, I mean, if we can judge, like, if we're going to theorize for the weeks ahead, if you haven't seen the weeks ahead, spoiler, I'm going to just say some shit. But, like, um, you know, she, uh, we start to see, like, the the crack forming and the Cam, like, thing happening, right? Like, her and Cam start, like, there's little clips of them flirting. We see Ethan getting really upset. Um, Daphne literally says, like, she confronts Daphne or she goes to Daphne and she says, I think something happened when we were in Noto. And Daphne says, do whatever you have to do to make yourself feel better. Right. And that was her. And I'm just like, you know, honestly, solid advice for not solid advice, obviously, but I like toxic advice, but you know, you're on vacation. Like what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. Um, so, but like solid advice for the drama factor of this show, I will say like, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be really messy it's fucking messy right now yeah so that was i don't know and you know i think just like later on there's a lot of looks you know in between and we see it like she's kind of like staring she'll look at ethan and ethan will kind of like side eye her and i don't know i thought there were some really slight looks from cam too um you know i thought that maybe he planted the condom wrapper on purpose to like blow them up a little bit to like unravel them a little bit but who knows like maybe it was just an accident like they were fucked up he was on the couch fucking her like it it definitely could have been but i think that it would be far more interesting if cam planted it it would be and i don't think cam is dumb I don't think so either, but I do, I mean, it like, it really is like a 50, 50 for me on, on how that happened because he isn't dumb, but he is, I mean, he's already been caught cheating at least once by Daphne. Okay. Right? And also in the weeks ahead, so, we like, do he see, is probably messy. Yeah. You know? And I was going to say in the, in the weeks ahead, we do see that I think it's Daphne leading Ethan. So I actually, and this is a reach, but I theorized that they were like, Hey, Let's get invite this couple because we both want to fuck them. Let's yes. blow them up a little bit. So and like, because I was like, oh, is Daphne leading Ethan so that like they can get even now? Like, what is going on? Um, yeah. I feel like maybe they're just strong ass swingers, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna fuck these people. That was my mom's theory from two episodes ago. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's it's valid. It is va- It's a valid theory. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it's going to be really interesting to see. I think that they're probably the more interesting. One thing that I am looking forward to, though, just because I'm like, I don't know who is the most interesting in this story because I am very, I'm just invested in all of them um, and watching their lives implode. But, like, we have Greg coming back at some point, too. So Oh, that's yes. 
Um, so actually on that note, uh, the last scene that we see is Ethan and Harper together. Um, and it pans up from Harper or actually this is earlier. Sorry. The ending scene was the, the previous painting with, with Albie, um, and the arrows, but this is a little bit earlier with Ethan and, uh, Harper. I think it's like right before they go to dinner is where the scene is, but they pan over to a painting and, um, it is, oh fuck. I can't remember what it looks like at the moment. I think it's someone who's like laid out kind of i fuck sorry guys i'll give you the name though it is tarquin et lucrece i don't fucking know it's french but i said it in italian accent sorry everyone um <laughs> i i reset it last night in an italian accent and then i realized that it was french and i feel like it would be qua 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 yes I can't do it and it's We're by jean joseph taylison uh, or it was attributed to him. Um, so basically, he's the painter is a French history painter and portraitist. And what the uh, title means is the rape of Lucrece, which is a, a poem by Shakespeare. Um, and basically, the story is a it's the son of a king rapes Lucrece. And after that, like she tells her family and she takes her life because she was like, I can't fucking live with this. And the family is so goddamn pissed off, like any family would be, that they avenge her by overthrowing the king, um, who was tyrannical, and that act led to the establishment of the Roman Republic. So, I'm like, I don't... It's weird, because we've seen... There's been, like, rape mentioned in this series already. It wasn't mentioned in the episode, but it's it's weird to me that they pan to this painting, and that's what it is because in the I think it was like in the second or third episode I think it was the second one that um the grandfather is talking about you know the Persephone and Hades story yes so I'm like okay are we going to see like sexual assault I really hope not or are we saying like that some of these people's experience are coming from sexual assault? I don't really know like it's it's weird to me that it's been mentioned twice. So I'm like, okay, like maybe they're alluding to something here. I don't know. Well, you know what actually my take on that is, is that almost all of the artwork that we're seeing has either a sexual connotation or a violent connotation. Yes. So I just think that it being, um, you know, the mention of rape, I don't think that anyone will be raped um, or sexually assaulted. I mean, sexually assaulted is a very wide net. So I can't say that, but I don't think anybody's going to be raped um or molested but i do think that because like if you mix violence and sex what do you get you get rape right so like i think that that it's just kind of fitting on that theme of like sex is dangerous and it can it can be and i think you're right like just ending in like disaster it's really funny that they showed that painting you know all shakespeareans like fucking plays are dramas you know and they always they don't like some of them end fucking horrible but like they don't ever end good it's always like really tragic and heartbreaking Mm -hmm. you know Romeo and Juliet isn't like the most 
horrible story. It's just really fucking tragic. It's so sad. You're like, yeah, damn, no, like, Shakespeare doesn't, yeah, Shakespeare doesn't write dramas. He writes tragedies. Like, yes. That's, that's so, a step further than that. So yeah. I think that, like, that might be the point here. Like, we're seeing so many things that, like, end in tragedy. And, like, that's, you know, and that's the point. We, we already knew that coming into White Lotus. But, like, it's nice to see, like, the artistic support and referencing. Um, me personally, with a little a little bachelor's degree in in art history, I really it's very enjoyable, and I think that oh anyone God. who do likes art loves it. Me. Do not Albie me, where he's like Stanford. Like, oh, I didn't go to Stanford, bitch. I went to community college. No, I know <laughs> what I'm saying is that like you know, don't be modest with your degree. You just got a fucking degree in art. Yeah, talk about art. Yeah, that's great. Hell yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. it's so sweet. I really like it. And there's a, cu- a couple other paintings that I didn't cover because they were just a little bit harder to find. Um, I recognize them, but again, like I said, I hated that class. It was so hard for me, so I didn't yeah. retain a lot. <laughs> um. But it's nice to do your own, like, uh, you know, just, like, recreational research. It's always fun. Yeah, right? and it's cool. You know, like, we know this. Everything in TV and movies, like, it's all intentional. So, like, it's just, it's kind of like, again, like, probably why you guys are coming here to listen to us because you want more content. And this is like a segue into getting a little bit more content about things, you know. And we love context. Context makes meaning you know it gives things meaning so um you know just a small little tidbit for you yeah very cute um yeah I'm excited to to dig more into it I actually want to do my own research on the stuff too because it's it's cool and um yeah yeah it makes it makes the story that much more um interesting as a whole so it truly does um okay well if there's nothing else to add i think we covered everything yeah yeah i think so um favorite scenes um you know i didn't even think about it this week and i asked you this right before you started talking about the last painting and i didn't even think about my own answer but probably uh the probably the beach club scene not jack well, yeah, the beach club scene. Was oh, Jack. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like her walking in and realizing that the hot guy from the swimming pool was there, and like the first thing he says is like, "Have you been in the pool? It's not heated yet." And it's just like because he's you know his nipples were sensitive yes. like the night before, so like it was just that whole thing, and I'm just like the joy on her face of like what dumb luck this is that the hot guy is here, yes. and like it just the relief and the joy um that was my favorite scene for sure absolutely um i mean obviously i'm gonna have to say my number one scene and i'm gonna be very specific is the sex scene with jack and portia but specifically the way he takes the drink and the way he pushes up her leg with his leg i was like oh my fucking god i need to pause this right now jesus christ i need to yeah this is i need to i need to i need to a breather yeah i need a breather i am on the fucking edge right now what is going on um but also Um, i really like and again they always do this like with the ocean shots and shit but specifically when the um tanya and the gay guy are talking about that little story about the little island that out there the shots that they were getting of like the rocks and the water, mm-hmm. it was just so pretty. I was like, God, this is so good. Like, whoever is manning the fucking drone, 
Yeah. Hats off, drone man. You're fucking killing it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, those aerial views are really good. Uh, I feel like I had... Oh, sorry. One more honorable. Like, gotta fucking say this, but Mia and her her little acting when she's describing how... The the choking and her little side frown grimace. Fucking hilarious. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. um, Definitely. I almost forgot about the sex scene in the church until you just reminded me of Mia. Um, And now I have to go pray. Honestly. Let's go <laughs> repent as well, you all should too. I should say ten Hail Marys and fifteen Our Fathers. Uh no, geez. Unordained <laughs> ministers over here. Giving <laughs> out fucking instructions. Uh yeah, if you um if you need links to what the prayers are and you want to say them with us, we will leave them in the description. <laughs> Wait, ultimate blasphemy. Uh, hell or what is it? Our Father who arts in heaven, who does art in heaven. Shout out to one of our favorite podcasts, The Basement Yard. Um, Frankie Alvarez on that did not know the Our Father and thought it wasn't who who Our Father who art in heaven. He thought it was Our Father who art who does art who does art in heaven. Oh goodness! Well, anyways, thank you guys again so much for listening, joining us. Uh, we'll see you again next week for the next episode, which we are just can't wait for. God, please hurry! Yeah, it's gonna be yes. Uh, we'll get to it. I also am not gonna say our socials on this. I'm just gonna leave them in the description because they're really fucking annoying. So hell yeah, find <laughs> us. Good luck, bitches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. god anyways right, well, you know where you're at hb hose see you later yeah. bye